What if you don't need to live in pain and suffering? What if you could give up your karma and have a life of abundance and joy? What if you could start creating magic and miracles that you never thought were possible? Get ready to listen, share, and experience the magic that is you. Now, here's the host of Creating Abundance with Ease radio show, Dr. Helen Gitlovich. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease, and today our show topic is Choosing for Your Body for the Joy of It with amazing Dr. Lisa Cooney. Yay! What if you choose for your body? What if you choose just for joy of it? And Dr. Lisa Cooney is amazing. She has a doctorate degree in psychology and license in marriage and family therapy with over 25 years of experience. She is also master theta healer, access consciousness certified facilitator, three-day body facilitator, and she's authority on creating after trauma. She also developed a powerful and impactful model that's called ROAR, to live a radically orgasmic, alive reality, which teaches others how to identify and break through limitation of imparted beliefs and layers of trauma, be it physical, emotional, financial, and her mission is to eliminate all forms of abuse and trauma. Her facilitation brings levity, humor, power, and potency to heavy topics with a gentle touch for dynamic change. She also has books that have been published, Lies of Money, Radically Alive Beyond Abuse and Energy of Happiness, and the fourth coming up. And she's also my friend. Mm. So welcome, Lisa. You're How so are you today? Hi, Helen, I love just listening to you and I'm so happy to be here, contribute to your show and you and thank you for the invitation and hi to everybody. A virtual hug because you. that's all we can do now. <laughs> Except I did see you a couple of weeks ago and we got to snuggle up. <laughs> exactly. We were in the class and that's been such a gift to yeah. see and be there be it my Esther, be with you. So can you tell me a little bit about ROAR? Because I've heard about it. I kind of like listen a little bit, but I'd like to hear from you. Sure. What I, is I, that? I appreciate talking about ROAR. Everybody you may not know this if you're new to me, but we always do a one, two, three, four, ROAR, um, just to kind of move the energy. But ROAR stands for Radically Orgasmic Alive Reality. And essentially, it started off as me facilitating people outside and beyond their cage, what I called a cage of abuse. So it was particularly for abuse and trauma. I was somebody who was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. And I was told that the best I could hope for was to survive but never thrive again. And I was like, uh, hello, that is not happening. So ROAR is about um, actually thriving beyond abuse, creating after abuse, which is the new book that's coming out. Um, well, it's out now. 
it's just not published yet. Um, and what it is, is we all get stuck in some sort of limitation or constriction, I call the cage of abuse. And basically very quickly, easily and effortlessly, and with that light touch you were talking about, I can help guide you back to the present situation that you're from the present situation that you're stuck in to where you created that stuckness in your past. Identify one of almost 20 belief systems that locks you in your cage there, show you that you're the key to unlock yourself from it, get out of there with all your parts, because the reason why it's still alive back there is you fragmented and separated from yourself to lock in a belief system that no longer serves you as adult. And then we get out of there and bring it back to the present um, without the trauma, without the disorder, without the dis-ease, and people get to go forward and actualize a life of their dreams, not being diagnosed um, as something that can't get over something. It's not what Amazing. I want to say. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And I know you've been in access consciousness for a long time. Yeah, about uh, 10 years now. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> and my question is, do you still remember time before access huh. and after you started access? You know, it's really interesting because yes, I do just, just recently. So uh, at the end of this month, um, Christine may remember something about this, sort of, but at the end of this month, I celebrate a, a three-year commitment date. And I told you too in Houston. And literally, um, without knowing it, about nine or 10 years prior, um, I was still kind of dealing with some of the same stuff. I just didn't know what I became aware of three years ago, soon to be three years ago, December 22nd. And, or I didn't want to know. <laughs> Let's, yeah, be real. that's Let's be really truthful. <laughs> I knew, but I didn't want to know. And now, I, but what propelled me to access consciousness was I was literally teaching Theta healing in Australia and my father died. Mm. And, um, I needed help. I was, I was six weeks there in the middle of the six week courses of Theta healing. I couldn't leave. It wasn't like I was in my father you know, my family's from New York. It wasn't like I was in New Jersey. <laughs> I was in Australia. And yeah. so I called a friend of mine and I didn't know that she, I knew her from Theta Healing. She was a master's uh, degree, just like me. And I said, hey, my dad just died. I really need some help. I gotta go facilitate. I'm crying. I don't know what to do, blah, 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 blah. I didn't even know he was sick. And she goes, I just took access consciousness to bars. Could I ask you some questions? Uh, could I facilitate you? I said, do whatever the hell you want, honey. So yes. And she started asking me questions. Is it yours? I'll never forget it. I could hear it just as, as, as if it was, she was sitting right here. Her name was Karen, lovely being. And she goes, is that yours? I was like, oh no, it's my father's, it's my mother's, my brother's, my sister's, the death, the whole mm -hmm. thing. And she started running that clearing statement. And I, all of a sudden, what was so heavy on me started to lighten up and lighten up and lighten up and the tears stopped. And I was like, whoa. And then I went back into facilitate intuitive anatomy of theta healing, mm -hmm. but I felt so much better and so much more relieved. And I was like, as soon as I get back to New, oh, the, New York, I had to go to the funeral. As soon as I do that and get back to San Francisco, I'm gonna find out and look up access consciousness. Fast forward to all of that. As it happens, I'm sitting in front of a computer. 
I'm noticing my life. My father's dead. I'm the executrix of the will. Things aren't working so well. The therapy I'm doing, the thing it wasn't working. And I turn to my computer and I see the face of the founder, um, Gary Douglas, in a, in a convertible laughing. It's probably all over the website now. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I clicked on it and it said San Francisco level two, three, which is now known as choice of possibilities. And as a professional, I knew if it was level two, three, there had to be some prerequisites. <laughs> so I found out the prerequisites and it was three, uh, four weeks to the day um, that I could get to level two, three. So I had to do bars at the time foundation and level one. Yeah. And of course my mind said, this was before, this is before I met access till now, my mind said, well, that's never gonna happen. This is what's changed. What happened was I get to the Access Consciousness website. There's a bars class in Oakland. There was a foundation class in Mill Valley. There was a foundation uh, level one class in wine country. And boom, boom, boom. Three weekends, the fourth weekend, I was asking Gary Douglas a question that changed my life. I was on the table in the back of the room with Dr. Dane here, changed my life. His forward, Dr. Dane here's forward is in the forward of my book, Creating After Abuse from that session that day almost nine or 10 years ago, it's published now, will be published through Access Consciousness Publishing. Um, and Gary facilitated me on <laughs> uh, trifold sequencing systems and all the drugs and alcohol I had done in my past. <laughs> and he was like, damn girl, you really didn't want to be here. And my life changed for the better. Yeah, it's amazing how maybe just one word or just an image can change our lives. Yeah. Just like that. And I love what you said, creating forward. Yeah. That's such a difference because a lot of people create from the past. I know I used to do that before access where I would kind of like repeat the same thing over and over again. And with all the abuse that you kind of like did and now looking at you, people <laughs> would say, you're probably lying. There was no abuse. <laughs> yes, you actually could say that. There, there is no more in this body no energetically or in my world, which is why it's so timely that creating after abuse is coming out now. It took a while to birth that book. It was ready four or five years ago. It went to a couple of different publishing agencies, a couple of different editors but it was not right. And then finally I got it right, whatever that means through COVID, yeah. the gift of COVID. We got it edited, we getting it published. And that led the way to um, this forward momentum where um, it's actually even hard for me to think about my abuse any longer. I mean, it's in there's not stories in the book but I talk about it in Radically Alive Beyond Abuse and um, the Lies of Money books mm-hmm. loosely about how I work through it instead of getting into the story. But this creating after abuse gives you exercises, questions, experiences, meditations um, about how to move when you're stuck, no matter what your tragedy, your trauma, or your story is. I got one, you got one, Helen, we all have one. Everybody listening has one, but you know what? Your story, your tragedy, your trauma, it doesn't take away your choice. 
you can still be who you are today and it doesn't define you today. It's all about post-traumatic growth, not post-traumatic stress disorder. Creating exactly. exactly. And I like you talking about the tools in mm -hmm. your book. Mm -hmm. um, right now we have to go to the break, <laughs> but after the break, maybe you can demonstrate some tools, maybe some meditations for the listeners to kind of like get a taste of what Lisa is. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. So, that's four. That's sure. four, right. So that's four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Is with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlevich on Inspired Choices Network, today with Dr. Lisa Kuni. And when we return, we'll continue interviewing Dr. Lisa Kuni, and we'll be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome, everyone. I am Dr. Helen Gitlevich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show is Choosing for Your Body for the Joy of It with Dr. Lisa Cooney. And before we went on the break, we were talking about tools and inspiration and meditation that Dr. Lisa has in her books, in her workshops. But before we do that, I would like to tell people that if you're listening now, or in the future, there is a free gift for you. Giveaway, it's uh, five tips to unlocking yourself, an ebook that you can sign up and the link will be in the show that kind of like will be posted in all kinds of places, including iTunes and you can look it up. It's also on the website with us. So Lisa, 
tell us a little bit more about the tools of ROAR, of access consciousness, like which one you like, which one is kind of like the priority that you use. Okay. Well, I want to tell you about like with the five tips, the eBooks to getting unstuck, I'm really big on um, uh, choosing and well, basically radically alive, right? Let me just talk about that. There's four C's to radical aliveness. And I talk about this in the Living Your Roar class, which I am going to post a link. And I didn't even think about this, but in case your listeners want to join us, we're starting Living Your Roar tomorrow. And I put together a bundle package for you know my, my people. And I didn't realize that I could have done this for you guys as well. But I put together Living Your Roar, which is four days, and then creating your financial reality next weekend into a, a beautiful bundle package. So I'll, I'll send you the link if you all want it. Um, but in Living Your Roar, talk about the cage of abuse, right? So the cage is denial, defending, dissociating, and disconnecting. And that cage weighs on you. It's an invisible cage. And those denial, defending, dissociating, and disconnecting energies all have belief systems attached to it. Those belief systems like, I'm a fraud, I'm unworthy, I'm unlovable, I'm evil, I'm a mistake, they lock us out of being. And so the bridge to radical aliveness is through what I call the four E's. You embrace what's going on, you examine it with questions, you embody a new awareness, and then you expand into the being you actually are, which you forgot because of those belief systems, but it's still inside of you. Then that leads to the four C's, which is choosing, committing, collaborating, creating. And that's one of the other books that I'm gonna put on Amazon probably more in the beginning of the year called The Possibility Playbook. And it's related to um, choosing, committing, collaborating and creating. <clears throat> and those four C's of radical aliveness are the biggest tools that I can share in my interesting point of view, right? Um, about choosing, because as somebody who did spend the first 20 years of their life mired under the feeling of the invisible cage, which is, which basically led me in front of a bus and, you know, foreshadowing, I'm still here, so I didn't die. Um, so I know what it's like to get into that cage. I lived it. And then I drank myself underneath it for years until I didn't. Um, so, uh, choosing one choice every day and then instituting that with a commitment to, to put it out in the world just for you. And then allowing the universe to conspire to bless you instead of feeling that the universe is your enemy right? You don't get in front of a bus and feel like the universe is your friend. Allowing the universe to bless you and then create from there. And that is my way of growing and living. My roar is choosing, committing, collaborating, creating, no matter what. I do it every day. I take one day at a time. Certainly have targets and dreams, but that's my roar. What am I going to choose today? What am I going to commit to today? Where's my attention needed? Um, I know once I put it out there, the choosing and committing is the most important. It's just for me. Mm -hmm. And I had to literally allow myself to be. I had to learn how to be to allow myself to choose and commit to me. It was crazy. I was never taught it. We never taught to be mm -hmm. because it's all about doing. It's all about do, 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 do. Commit to that. All the doo-doos. All uh, the poo-poo doo-doo. Poo-poo doo-doos, exactly. <laughs> and 
so I love doing meditations on my radio show. Would you like to do one? Sure. So I can ask each of you to take a moment here. And what I like to say is we use the word meditation probably associated with breathing through your nose, but there's for the somatics of it, if you would do me the kindness of bring your body, the kindness actually of breathing through your mouth and like surf your breath, like a wave in the ocean. You know what happens in the ocean? You, when you force or push, you'll get tumbled. But when you soften and surrender, do that with your breath now. You just kind of flow and you have a little bit of fun. So breathe through your mouth, put your hand on your thymus. You can't kind of see it because I'm sitting, but your other hand on your pubic bone, which is below your belt, below your waist, below your belly button. Take three deep breaths, feel your back on the chair, your feet on the floor, your hands on your body. Hear yourself breathe, shut off your phone, shut your eyes. And then as you sense yourself, touch the four corners of the room that you're in and breathe. And then expand 500 million miles up, down, right, left, front and back and breathe. And breathe energy in through the front of you, in through the back of you, up through your feet, down through your head, in through the right of you, and in through the left of you. And repeat after me in whatever English or whatever language is comfortable for you. High body, high body, high body. High me, high me, high me. High earth, high earth, high earth. High body, high body, high body. High me, high me, high me. High earth, high earth, high earth. Hola cuerpo, hola cuerpo, hola cuerpo. Hola yo, hola yo, hola yo. Hola tierra, hola tierra, hola tierra. High body, high body, high body. High me, high me, high me. High earth, high earth, high earth. Hi. Hi. And breathe and just say hi. <laughs> breathe in abundance. Breathe out constriction. Breathe in wealth, breathe out penuriousness, breathe in joy, breathe out depression, breathe in choice, breathe out um, problem, breathe in possibility, breathe out fear, and just simply high body, high body, high body, high me, high me, high me. What is my one choice in this space of being? that is for my body and simply for the joy of it. Is it smelling a flower? Is it putting a drink in your mouth or a certain food? Is it buying a new car or just going to test drive a car? Whatever it is, whatever that choice is right now. And then what action could I take to allow that choice? Thank you for sharing, breathing, and what is my gratitude for this moment right now? I'm grateful for my hands on my body. I'm grateful for the air in my lungs. You know, the skin and the lungs are the only two systems of the body that actually breathe. Give them the breath, the fuel, the food, if you will, of what they need, the oxygen, and allow it to expand so that you can make the best choice for you, take the right action for you, and be in gratitude. I'm grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for the air. I'm grateful for the conversation. 
I'm grateful for this radio show. I'm grateful for the flower. I'm grateful for my feet, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> and breathe. And then when you open your eyes, if you will, maybe it looks a little brighter. Maybe your day or your body feels a little bit more energized. One choice, one action, one gratitude every day, no matter what. That is living your roar. Thank you. That was brilliant and beautiful. Thank you, Lisa. And I feel kind of like energized, lighter, and I'm so thankful for a lot of things. The gratitude is just incredible and how much it lifts, how much it changes, how much it's like totally um, creates. Mm -hmm. It creates your life. Totally. So when you're in gratitude, everything is brighter, everything is easier, everything is totally becomes a choice now. Mm -hmm. It changes the physiology of you. Yeah. By changing the circuits in your brain, that even if something is terrible or awful or horrible, you're just not feeling well, you find one thing to be grateful for and it uplifts your system. And then different circuits fire. And then another thing you're grateful for, another thing you're grateful for. And it literally turns your mood, your energy into a forward energy instead of stepping in front of a bus, let's say. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not doing that anymore. <laughs> nope. Done with that. <laughs> exactly. And I know we were going to talk about abuse and bodies, but I'd like to change that a little bit. Instead of talking about abuse and body, because we already kind of passed that, how do you create with body? Oh, I don't know anything about that. No, no. no. I didn't look at my Facebook and my YouTube. There's a different body and a different being here than there used to be. Well, yeah. you know, for me, how it started is um, it's interesting. You know how Facebook shares those memories of something. So four years ago is when I made a commitment with my body. For, I think it was about four, four or five years ago. But I think it was four, exactly. I landed back from... Australia, where I had actually done a being new certified facilitator training. And I thought I just had the flu or was tired. Well, three days after getting home, I ended up in the emergency room and I was sick with an undiagnosed bacterial infection. Wow. And yeah. And I almost literally died, spent eight days, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, I didn't die. This has been a history in the past, <laughs> getting to the brink of death and then deciding to change, not my best move, not my best choice, not doing it anymore. Long story short, when I got out of the hospital, I realized that I needed to really figure out what was going on. So one night I sat in front of the computer, I closed my eyes, I put my hands on the keyboard and I just said body talk. And the next thing I knew, I was just crying, 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 crying. I had no idea what I wrote I, or what my body wrote opened my eyes and I read it. And the first thing I saw, I'll never forget it. You're killing me. Wow. And I was like, whoa. And so I listened and it was in that moment that I realized that my body 
is my navigation system. And I had the wrong coordinates in there <laughs> with the coordinates of killing. And in that moment, after seeing that, I was like, whoa, this is the vehicle. I only have one of them for this life. How do I get up and facilitate across the world? It's not about the size of my body or anything like that. It was literally about a sense of myself and an inauthenticity that I became aware of. And the cage, the disconnection, the dissociation. Mm -hmm. I was just a head in a body instead of a body, a head and a being. And, and I was separate and fragmented. But from that moment, when my body told me that I was killing it, I made a decision to stop that and listen to it. And then it told me what to do. And here I am four or five years later, literally 85 pounds, 40 something kilos less, the healthiest I've ever been, the, the strongest and most striated I have ever been. And I eat the less that I've ever eaten. I have a chef that prepares my meals every week. I'm very conscious about what comes in, person, place, or thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I it's like true. that. It's and true. I'm going to let uh, our audience hanging a little bit <laughs> for the end of the story because we are going on our second break of the show. <laughs> and when we return, we'll kind of like talk a little bit more about putting in the mouth what, who, or where. <laughs> And you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlovich on the Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Magic and abundance are everywhere. What if you could tap into abundance and start creating your life with complete and total ease? Working with Dr. Helen Gitlovich will give you exactly that, total ease in creating abundance in your life. Dr. Gitlovich creates classes all over the world, both in person and online. She works with you to create abundance with your money, with your body, with your relationships, with all areas of your life with total ease. Connect with Dr. Helen Gitlovich at creatingabundancewithease.com. Her contribution in your world will be a noticeable gift in a very short period of time. This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, Join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. 
So welcome forward, everyone. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show topic is Choosing for Your Body for the Joy of It with amazing Dr. Lisa Cooney. And we left you guys hanging <laughs> right when Lisa was talking about eating and putting things in the mouth. <laughs> and now we have somebody else joining us. Yes, sometimes Bella, my co-facilitator, Bella Rose, my 21-month-old puppy that has changed my world. She teaches me, look at her, surrender at every moment. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So can you talk a little bit more about what you started before we went on the break? <laughs> well, you know, I always say like... Um, for me and with abuse and in the uh, Living Your Roar class, and I talk about this in the Radically Alive Beyond Abuse book, is like, you know, when we have any kind of violation, right? Or let's say abuse, it doesn't have to just be sexual, but toward our bodies in some way, um, our consciousness is anesthetized, our energy is violated and our space is infiltrated. So because my, that was my past, it's not my present, but it was my past. And so I had no real clear awareness of what I was putting in my body and if I actually liked it or if my body liked it. And that's why I was so disconnected um, even from like with alcohol. I didn't even know I had an allergy. I just thought everybody acted the way that I acted you know, when they drank, but I found out that that's not the truth. <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't know. And, and when you know, you make a different change, you make a different choice. So, and I grew up with a mother that, you know, would make like one pound of meat for a meatball. There was no portion control. <laughs> so I didn't even, and basically in that family where I grew up, you just wanted to eat, shovel it in. I never chewed just to get away from the table because you never knew where her mitts were going to land. <laughs> yeah. So all of that, I had to redo at, you know, 40 or something. And it was really 45 even. So it was really different for me to kind of look at life and then even think about people to get in relationship with and to uh, be intimate with, to actually have a choice to ask questions before, you know, getting the U-Haul and moving in or <laughs> before jumping in bed. Like, would, I, would, would they be grateful? What's their agenda here? Does my body like this? Does my body like the smell, the taste, the touch? I never was taught how to ask those questions. And so I taught myself and through many different modalities, many different school, schools and classes and trainings and things like that, because I refused, literally refused to ever step in front of a bus again, to ever live in my cage and to have that be my story. I wanted to create a different story and create after abuse. So that's what I mean. Like I got real clear about what goes in my body, food, people, my life, living, surroundings, clothes, everything. It was a, I changed from the inside out, literally. Yeah, because our body is the one that lives in this reality. It's not the being, it's not the soul. It's all about how we function here. Mm -hmm. And so often what I found, at least in my life, where with all the abuse outside and inside, because 
not only did I hear the abuse from outside, I also abused myself because that's what I learned. Yeah. And I know um, we're all very familiar with gaslighting. And can we talk a little bit about how it's insidious at, on one side and how to get out of it? What is necessary to shift that, shift that perspective and actually realize when we are gaslighting yeah. ourselves or where we gaslighted? Right. And that's why I do things like the five tips or the four C's. You know, you have to, I say this all the time too. It's like, I literally, when I talk about the ferocity of consciousness, like that is your roar. Like I literally had to face everything I never wanted to know. <laughs> Denial, don't even know I am lying. I literally, I and, I, and you know, you can't do consciousness or say you're aware if you're not willing to look at yourself, right? And mm -hmm. really go deep and change. And it's, it's always, it's all in levels. So once as an adult, nobody was, you know, raping me or abusing me or financially or spiritually or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was me doing it to me with what I said about myself. It was me doing it to me to what I got in relationship with. It was me doing it to me with the debt that I amassed in the past that I wasn't paying attention to. It was me doing it to me, not getting financial security for my future, which I completely changed and have now. It was me doing it for me because I felt like a piece of shit, truthfully. Oops, can I say yeah. that? Yeah, you can say that, yeah. Okay, well, we I said- We don't scream <laughs> our language yeah. unless it's like <laughs> something. Yeah, I felt- Yes, I felt so unlovable and so evil and so unworthy. Oh my God, I hated myself and I didn't even know how much I hated myself. And it wasn't even me hating me. It was hating what was on me, what I concluded or decided or judged or computated from this reality. That is the greatest disease of this reality, I believe, is judgment and how that leads to the gaslighting. Because you believe the person that you're in relationship would treat you differently if you were different. Well, probably not in one way, but also probably so in another way. If you change the way you look at yourself and feel and sense about yourself, mm -hmm. you will then not be attracted to that kind of energy anymore. And you will stop the gaslight. It's like in order to stop any kind of abuse or gaslighting, you have to embrace what's going on, really acknowledge what's going on, examine it, mm -hmm. examine it. When, it when you get sick, with a disease and you weren't sick a couple of years ago, you got to examine what's going on in your life. I had to. And then you, um, embrace, uh, sorry, embrace, examine, embody a different reality and then expand your life into the choice of really awakening, if you will. I know it's going to sound a little wooey, but to your own self-love. Yeah. And I disagree with wooey. Because, uh, <laughs> Self-love is something, I know there is a lot of definition of love, mm -hmm. but love actually like the true, like that love that has the gratitude unconditional, that's a high, one of the highest vibrations on the emotional scale, which, which actually creates that vibration that immune system, the whole body becomes mm -hmm. alive so nothing can touch it. 
including the viruses, including the COVID right now. <laughs> I don't have any symptoms. I'm no. not going to get any either. And I've traveled outside of the country. But I agree with you totally. I believe that, you know, in, in getting real with myself, especially related to uh, the alcohol, and I told you this, is I went into the recovery world and I didn't know what else to do. It might not be a big deal to anybody else, but alcohol was a very big part of my life. <laughs> yeah. and it's everywhere. And to be without it and to be going out to dinner, going to, you know, movie theaters, you can order a glass of wine now. It was mm -hmm. just something that it was my liquid courage. It was my social thing. I always had something in my hand. And to live without that for these last three years on that first year was hell for me. It was not easy. And they used to say something in, in the, they still say it. I just don't go as much because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm me and I do what I need to do and I go when I need to go now. Um, but they said, Lisa, we're going to love you until you love yourself. And then we're still going to love you. And wow. that's so true. Yeah. People, these people didn't know me from a hole in the wall and they picked me up when I was, <laughs> Christine, <laughs> picked me up when I was down and out and they didn't have to. And they literally said to me, I know you don't know what to do and I know you don't know how to be, but if you just keep showing up, we're going to love you until you love you. And then we're going to keep loving you. And that was the nicest thing they ever yeah. Anything that's ever occurred to me was those moments with those people. And they never asked for anything or asked me to owe them anything. They just gave for the sake of giving. That to me is love. Yeah, that's love. That's gratitude. That's contribution. And that's what the world would be if everybody be like that with each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How much different would be? I'm just, yes, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's okay. And I'm seeing some comments because it's like all kinds of grace in rooms. Mm -hmm. it, it is. Because yeah. grace is, I know it has a lot of religious annotation, but it's more than that. It's that unconditional um, acceptance. Actually, not acceptance, allowance. Allowance, yeah. You know, I, I spent a, I spent, and I'm still familiar with it and still um, a Hindu spiritual teacher. Her name is Amma, known as the Hugging Saint. And I volunteered for her for a lot of years, but my middle, I changed my middle name to the name that she gave me. And I'm bringing this up because of grace. And it's called Kripa Mayi is the name. And mm. it's called, it stands for the embodiment of grace in Hindu. So amazing. what did she know 25 years ago? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And because everything, like every modality that I took, the meditation, uh, then uh, um, pretty much everything, Akasha Krakas especially, it's all about gratitude and choosing yeah. and allowance. Yeah. Without that, we cannot survive. And this is time for our third and final break of the show. And you've been listening to Dr. Helen Gitlerich on the Creating Abundance with Ears on Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we'll continue to talk more with Dr. Lisa Cooney and we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? By tuning into Creating Abundance with Ease radio show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to create the abundance in your life. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome, everyone. And I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Is. And today we have wonderful Dr. Lisa Cooney with Choosing for Your Body for the Joy of It. And how much more joy can we have and I'm just going to do a little bit commercial for me because I'm doing some classes and I'll ask Lisa to see what classes coming up other than raw. But I'm doing free Zoom coming up on December 12th. Oh. Uh, how much are you refusing to be you? And on 23rd of January, I'm doing one day being you adventure. Cool. There is also being you club that's multiple facilitators are doing right now um it started on 18th of november and it's pretty much every wednesday at 2 p.m cst um and some other classes coming up uh, some classes are being postponed because of covid because they are outside the united states mm-hmm. and lisa what classes are coming up for you i know you talked about roar coming up this weekend yeah. Thank you for that. Um, and I just posted in the chat, but that we put together the Living Your Roar class, um, which is a four day, basically Roar became and told me its own you know, practitioner training. So I actually have a whole bunch of Roar practitioners that facilitate sessions. You can take it for personal empowerment or professional development or both. You know, If you're in the holistic business, you do both. And the creating your financial reality is, is based loosely on the lies of money book in the lies of money. Um, I talk about who are you being, what are you being, what lie are you buying into? And I changed my financial reality with those three questions. And then on the second day of creating your financial reality, I actually help and facilitate you to create your financial reality based on what you desire, what experience you're looking for and what you'll do to get it. And I show you what I did. And both of those use the roar technique. And that's what that's how I'm ending the year and uh, with those two classes. And then in January, we're starting, I have a three-day body class. Um, I just became a relationship done different uh, facilitator. And there's a whole bunch of new stuff, radical aliveness that we're doing, a new membership program. So you can just check it out on drlisacooney.com and see, see what lights you up. And, and where you wish to be. I'm also going to be doing probably a book club on my new book, 
before it gets published, creating after abuse. And be on the lookout for the Body of Change book, which I just uh, sealed the deal to get that um, going on too. So I'm very excited about uh, 2021, but most particularly to end 2020 with um, this bundle. Thank you for the space to share all that. That's wonderful. Any of the body classes or foundations coming up? Body class in January, and I'll start the other uh, uh, like bars class, foundation class, all that next year. Not not particularly, you know, somebody did, I did get a little bit of a hit that maybe I'll do a foundation between Christmas and New Year's, but it's not, it's not settled yeah. right now. It's, it's a little settling. Yeah, I, I've been asking the same question and it's after the new year. Apparently. I gotta tell you, Helen, truthfully, I'm I'm a little I'm a little ready for a break. You know, yeah. I, I did a, I did a lot this year, <laughs> and uh, I did a lot more during COVID than I ever. I've been you know four or five times busier than I was traveling two weeks out of each month to another country for the last ten years. I've been doubly and triply and quadruply as busy rearranging everything, and and really getting in alignment for the joy of it and my life is full and i'm and i'm very i'm very can glad you talk like now we can get to the topic of doing it for the joy of it yeah can absolutely more of it what what is doing it for the joy of it it really it is and i'm actually doing a teleseries on this right now which is where the title came and it's going to be part of the book the body of change i realized that I hadn't lived in this body just purely for the joy of it. And somewhere around um, July, August, um, actually maybe even like around September of this year, I was like, no matter what, every day is gonna, everything I do with my body and for my body is gonna be joy. And I can't say I'm 100% on it, but like I hired a, a chef. And I have been doing that for a while, but like I changed chef, a chef for the joy of it because I needed something different. And I, for the joy of it really means with everything, because I can go into every different area because I'm literally living it now. But it's like, if something, if you're tolerating something, it's not joy. It's like, if you're judging, <laughs> if you're judging, it's not, it's more proving than the space of being. So if you're, I realized in September that I was done tolerating anything. So that weeded out things in my business, my personal assisting, the chef, you know, my exercise routine. I just, you know, changed cars mm -hmm. because for the joy of it, <laughs> I just yeah. upgraded go into my closet, nothing's in there that isn't for the joy of it. Um, nothing's in the refrigerator. I don't put it in my mouth if it's not for the joy of it. Even if Pablo cooks it and it looks amazing, if my body goes, uh, I don't do any kind of exercise or be with any people or go social and whatever, just for the joy of it. You know this, I took gun lessons and I became a real Texas New Yorker. <laughs> now I have a license to carry. I never thought I would do it, but I had so much fun for the sport of it. I'm not tolerating anything That's, and I tolerated a lot. That's I, what I know what you're talking about because a lot of times it's like, oh, that's okay. We can tolerate that. That's because we are good people. We are that, we are this. 
No, we don't have to tolerate anything. I didn't even realize I was tolerating it. I had a personal assistant who was wonderful and I really adored, adored that person, but I had to follow up on things. And I was like, why am I following up on things? That's the job. And, and I was like, I'm tolerating it because I like her. Not yeah. doing that anymore. So I maneuvered that and changed, you know, like, and those are, you know, believe it or not, I'm, I kind of like, oh, I feel a little guilty letting you go. But now I'm like, not anymore. Boom, done. Press the button, go. I'm not tolerating anything. I don't deserve to tolerate anything. I tolerated too much. Now I'm just choosing for the joy of it mm-hmm. yeah. without force, without proving, you know, I didn't tell, I mean, I, I was surprised I even mentioned about the car here. It was literally just for me, just for fun, you know, never tell anyone. But I just, I just wanted to change it. It had memories of a past relationship that was, you know, I'm divorced from now. And I was like, no, I don't want to have that. I'm not tolerating looking at that car and thinking of that person anymore. <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's a pretty extreme example, but I'm a pretty extreme person. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But for the joy of it. So every day. I post on this Facebook group in my teleseries for the joy of it, literally a six week adventure of actualizing your ask. So for you guys on this call with one minute left here, you know, um, if every day was an adventure and you could actualize your ask just by the choice of it, what would you choose for your body right now? When you're going toward the refrigerator, what would you choose that would make you happy? Even if it's chocolate. Yesterday, I ate a half a bag of Skittles. That was joy. <laughs> it was pretty much my meal. And I just wanted Skittles. And I was like, all right, maybe I should have some broccoli. But my body's like, Skittles, just for the joy of it. So I did it. And um, act- walking, talking, who do I want to talk to just for the joy of it? Who do I want to be around for the joy of it? We're not taught that, but you're worth it. And I'm going to tell you what those people in the halls, the rooms, said to me, if nobody has told you that they love you today, I do. Love yourself and be a good friend to yourself by choosing for the joy of it, no matter what. And don't tell anyone because they'll be like, do it for you. You're worthy and deserving of more than you'll ever know. And if you don't choose it for you, who's going to? That is living your roar and that is choosing for the joy. Thank you so much, Lisa. And this is kind of the end of our show. And next week, we'll be back with The Gift of Being. And you've been listening to me. That's <laughs> with today's guest, Lisa Cooney on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Thank you for choosing to listen to Creating Abundance with Ease radio show. Dr. Helen Gitlovich will return next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have fun using the tools of the week in your life and start creating magic in your life and your business.